From Johannesburg to Jerusalem, the world is always changing, growing and innovating. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he brings you the trendsetters, the thought leaders and those creating news before it happens. Only on the New Blue Review, your favorite Jewish culture and current affairs show. Every Monday at 9 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. We have on the line Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. How are you doing, Rob? Very well in yourself, Benji. I'm doing fantastic. Now, Rob, uh, we know that gender issues and gender equity issues are a big question that we face here in South Africa uh, every single day. And we have uh, a special commission, actually, a Chapter 9 institution, the Commission for Gender Equality, uh, which is uh, asking for comments on a questionnaire assessing gender equality. Now, these issues can also be quite controversial sometimes, depending on uh, what particular element they're focusing on. So give us a bit of context. Where Where is the focus of the commission uh, in their work at the moment? Well, yeah, well done for identifying that as a Chapter 9 institution. Not not many people do actually know that, myself included, I have to admit. I had to research <laughs> what they were. <laughs> but, yes, but the Chapter 9 institution they are, and an important one as such, which traditionally focused on uh, equal rights for women. So they were established when the uh, Constitution was was adopted in, in 1996, and they've traditionally focused on gender equality and uh, but specifically for for women's rights and and so on. So they have a say in legislation that gets put out. They have a say in government policy, and they just check that everything is open, transparent, fair, and, and equal, and as such. But what they've realised is it's no longer about um, women or men and women. It is now the broader sense of of gender identification and how that sits with with the public, and it's focused around the LGBT, LGBTI plus community. And uh, the questionnaire is just to find out what inequalities do exist. Do people feel that inequalities do exist in certain areas and how they should be, should be addressed? And the, the objective of, of the, this whole uh, survey and, and report, and they will be producing a report um, which will be released in about I think August next year. The the whole objective is to make sure that uh, all policies and the uh, political framework and and governance framework is in line with the new definitions of the broader aspect of of gender. And they just want to investigate and research and educate uh, the public as well, educate ministers and um, policy formers and the policy makers to uh, be cognizant of of the, the broader definitions. So overall, it, it's a it's a good uh, survey, and they're not saying that inequality does or doesn't exist. They want to find out uh, from the public, from uh, other organisations, from civil organisations, from inst- from uh, government institutions, and from private individuals what they feel about expand the expansion of the definition. Of their their role as the Commission for Gender Equality. Now, what's interesting, Rob, is that you know the this this particular issue of the expansion of definitions where people hold in society has become a serious hot button topic, not so much in South Africa but in the states. 
uh, very much part of the culture wars there uh, in terms of, uh, you know, pe- people demanding certain, uh, uh, I mean, the big one that, that always comes up is can someone who identifies as a, a woman but has uh, is biologically male then also um, participate in women's sports. That's the one that kind of comes up uh, as as often uh, in in the states, and particularly that. And there's a very much part of the culture war in in America. Is this an effect that we're starting to see here in South Africa? And is there a way that we can somehow handle this debate in this country a little less toxically than the Americans are? Yeah, no, I think that is a very important point that we uh, must actually push push forward. There's, there is a uh, they've kept it quite narrow, but I have to admit, which for obvious reasons. So, um, one one of the first questions in in the survey is you have to name your gender, and they've limited to a male, female, and non-binary, or prefer not to say, but as the obvious choice would be. So. Just by just by doing that, they they've realised that it's it's a it's a long dark rabbit hole that they could go down if they opened it too wide. And going into um, the women's sports issue and and so on, I think that might be outside of this, but there's no doubt that that will will be raised in in the public comments. And um, I know there's a lot of controversy around that, especially from if, oddly enough from women's rights movements. To say that there there shouldn't be transgender people in in sports and so, but you know that's that's all up for uh, for debate and that's what this uh, survey hopes to hopes to realise. So what is the time frame on the survey um, in terms of what it is trying to achieve and uh, when the report is coming out? So if people want to be part of it, uh, then they can have that discussion. Uh, the comment deadline or uh, deadline to submit comments is the 10th of December 2021. So there's quite some time to do it. And then they'll, they'll formulate the report from all the public comments. Um, one thing to make note of is that the uh, public comments will be made publicly available uh, in, in this one. They've specifically asked that they are publicly available and made uh, free to view on, on their own website. Which is, you know, if you want to submit something anonymously, you'll have to click the button to, to say, I want it anonymous. Um, but yeah, uh, 10th of December, then they'll produce the report and then the report will hopefully be available for download, uh, sometime towards the end of next year. Okay. So that's very interesting. Uh, sounds to me like the Gender Equality Commission is, uh, putting their toe in the water and, uh, trying to get a sense of what's out there for South Africans. I think that that is uh, a welcome move and uh, public participation in the way perhaps that uh, it's often very much uh, imagined. So I think that that is um, kind of uh, quite interesting. We are talking to Rob Hutchinson today. He is from Dear South Africa, and you are listening to the New Blue Review. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 101.9 Chai FM on the line today with Rob Hutchinson from Thea, South Africa. Rob, you have one more show before the elections that are coming up next Monday. Uh-huh. What are you going to be doing with it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> this no, no. We're going to be having, uh, we're trying to get Herman Mashaba on. We tried to get her on last week, but he was unavailable or, or rather busy, and I'm not surprised he is. But yeah, we'll try to get him on this week 
If not, then it will be a, another, uh, let's say, political leader or perhaps a local candidate. Last week I had an independent on uh, who was fantastic, absolutely fantastic, provided a totally different perspective on what an independent wants versus what a party-supported candidate wants. It was rather, rather revealing, absolutely. And what is your feeling going into... Um what is your feeling going into the uh, the, the elections? I mean, uh, some of the some of the, the the people who watch these sort of things saying that you know registrations were sort of down. Uh, people are feeling tetchy and annoyed. Uh, yeah. Do you think we're going to have a, a, a good turnout in 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 the elections? Mm. Well, I've said from the beginning, I expect there to be a, a low turnout, a low voter turnout at these these elections, simply because it's a municipal election, uh, not not a national, and because I think people, as you say, are are fed up and they're tired of of the promises that that are put out. So it'll either result in a low voter turnout where people simply won't vote, or we'll see the rise of the underdogs and the uh, unknowns and and the independents because you know, they offer something slightly different to what to what the parties do but i definitely think it's um it's, well i i'll stand by it. I, I think there'll be a low voter turnout in in the these elections coming soon so what is it that we need to watch for i mean there's the new parties the independents that you've mentioned there's the question of coalitions and where uh, you know, if, if, if I think about this area of Gateng, so already we have coalitions running Pretoria and Johannesburg, and I think in the West Rand, uh, potentially Kuruleni, the Edenvale area, might also be up for coalition, which, which I think creates an interesting dynamic in Gateng, and some surveys that are suggest, that are suggesting that there may not even be by votes in terms of the, the whole global amount of votes cost, even a, uh, a majority party that the ANC may drop below 50. So, there is some stuff I think out there that might uh, might surprise voters uh, at the end of the day. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. There's no doubt that they are going to be. It's going to be the the year or the five years of of coalitions within local government, and perhaps that's a good thing if they are managed correctly. And the only way a a coalition can be properly managed is if they take party politics out of the equation and focus on governance, which I'm not too sure uh, most of the parties can do at, at this stage. You know, they're too focused on on uh, politics and the ideology that, that surrounds that. As far as the, the ANC dropping below 50% in most municipalities, I think that's a, it's pretty realistic, considering that um, you know, traditionally ANC voters... If they're upset with the party, they won't they won't turn up to vote. They won't vote for another party. They just simply won't turn up to vote, which uh, places the other parties at an at an advantage, no no doubt. But also uh, places some pressure on on them to perform because they know there will be a coalition. So yeah, I think we're in for a very interesting time um, post post elections. But it's going to be up to citizens and voters to remain. In, in touch and keep the coalition on on its toes, and and to actually vote because uh, if you don't vote, then really none of this happens. That's the that's Absolutely. the key thing. Absolutely, Benji. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, we you know we talk a lot about 
engagement on the show and having your voice heard. But this is actually the way that it happens where the rubber hits the road, so to speak, uh, where, where people really have to take uh, take seriously what you think because you have um, a ballot in your power. But, Rob, uh, I guess that uh, the next time we speak, it will we will be in the throes of the election, so it should be super interesting. Uh, and I'm sure that... Um, that uh, we will be talking again. If people want to comment, by the way, on the, the gender equity thing, is that going to be run on your website or? Yeah, yeah. So we will have that on our website, although we probably uh, link it directly through to the commission's uh, questionnaire, which have actually provided an online survey. But we will provide info and everything else on dsouthafrica.co.za. Well, you get, there you go, Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. We'll chat to you next week. Fantastic, Benji. Have an awesome week.